Okay, good morning. Today <clears throat> is Thursday, June 22 in Taiwan, 2023. And we're past the summer solstice in the US or in the West. Um, it is now summer solstice, I guess, June 21. That's nice. It's a mid-year um, recognition. Uh, <clears throat> there are a couple of things that I will talk about today here, and it's <laughs> and it's not as formal as um, yesterday's talk, which begins a new series on cosmology and Earth and Earth and solar system history from the raw material. A second pass <clears throat> um, with my friend um, Lawrence Nanzo's update um, of my timeline, which is very helpful. Uh, so this is so anybody who wants to you know who listens regularly to me will know that that has begun, and that's <laughs> probably another fifty or sixty classes because uh, it's a seventy-eight page document of the text, Ra's text, associated with uh, teachings on cosmogenesis, how one, how creation occurred, the, the creation, the genesis of the cosmos, and the uh, structure um, of the system in which we're living, uh, and then parochially the history of the solar system for the last one million years or so. Um, so <clears throat> that's good. I hope people who um, appreciate the raw material can appreciate or get some benefit from that series just starting. Uh, today in our class, we we're talking about um, <clears throat> the double-edged sword, in a sense, of um, excessive self-restraint that comes out as uh, with the word affable. Affable being here it is affable that's what she said affable she said it again so affable a-f-f-a-b-l-e means able to be aff able to aff hey man i can aff it with you that's aff yeah affing is not <laughs> get the aff away from me <laughs> um being overly um accommodating um, so synonyms include breezy, mild, obliging, congenial, benign. Now there are other ones like pleasant and gracious and good-natured and approachable and courteous, and those are good qualities. But we're talking about in the context of dealing with intense emotions of self and other, uh, the <clears throat> desire to remain affable and amiable and benign and mild and gentle and gracious, uh, don't cut it, won't work, is a failure or doesn't, is a failing strategy in the face of intensive uh, triggered emotion. Their or ours, meaning somebody uh, spits in your face and you shake your head and say, Sir, why did you do that? And he spits again. And he's, you know, the person's trying to get a reaction from the affable one. Uh, what's right action? I don't know. Depends on you. But it surely 
it 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 surely will not always be or right action will surely not always be maintain your affability in the face of repeated insult now buddhism <clears throat> uh talks about uh you know patient endurance and there are all sorts of stories of gautama as a bodhisattva in past lives uh, being very gracious and affable in a sense in the face of torture or um, harm done to him as you know in his past lives as a bodhisattva so goes the story from the jataka tales and um <clears throat> that you know that there may be you know let them keep beating you i don't know um that might be considered right action um absolute passivity in the face of beating you <clears throat> what about beating your family should you be smiling if you you know and and just remain affable and amiable amiable in the face of the slaughter of the loved ones amiable in the face of insult amiable in this in the face of your loved one in distress or in grief or in deep suffering <clears throat> or angry blamings of you in the public i don't know you know but the whole agenda of just a second <laughs> yes i'm recording the the whole um agenda <clears throat> that's based on i seek to 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 achieve a desired state and hold it just stay there just hold it hold what hold your amiability hold your um <clears throat> gracious benign attitude no matter what now to some degree that uh, the, the you know buddhist morality could be buddhist ethics hey hey <clears throat> could be blamed by some or is i guess blamed by some to um do spiritual bypassing spiritual bypassing is a big matter and uh, i have a friend who uh, <laughs> feels the call to do some lectures on spiritual bypass and i do hope you do and um because you know a lot and a lot of people go to spiritual bypass spiritual bypass <clears throat> to some degree is coming by a mistaken principle in which we imagine that we ought to attain a desired state and hold it and then there is um people who don't know about service to other but they also try to attain some desired state and keep it hold it stay there and meet everyone all the time that way well even equanimity can be seen that way i got to get to equanimity and peace and then i'll be that way all the time because that's the goal right i don't think so but uh the the the, the attained no longer try the the uh, post attainment one doesn't need to try this or that try to maintain a kusala you know dhamma a kusala dhamma kusala dhamma benevolent or not benevolent really beneficent or skillful uh, states of mind uh, equanimity um metta you know the four brahma viharas while it would be wonderful to be in the four brahma viharas 24/7 being you know metta karuna um mudita and upekka 
meaning, loving kindness, or a, ba a basic friendly good-heartedness. Very much like affable, but, but much deeper and, and more sincere. Uh, affable, but connected and truly caring. Then there's karuna compassion, which means really caring for people who are in pain. Then uh, mudita, sympathetic joy, um, being naturally happy with their happiness. You're happy, I'm happy. I'm glad you're happy. Really, no shit. That, that is actually um, a real challenge because only one who's well can be happy when others are really well too. If I'm not well and you're really well, it's <laughs> common that, that I won't be so well seeing how well you are because I know I'm not well and I know I have some work to do or I got a problem here. We have a problem here. Um, and so uh, Mudita, <clears throat> third Brahma Bihara, sympathetic joy, sometimes translated as, um, is um, really only doable when you've made your mind a pleasant place and there's elimination of self-conflict and you're well with the life you're living because it, you've made it to fit your values and your needs or desires but needs as evolutionary desires hmm. what do I need well I think I really need love well is there some problem about generation of love alone yeah <laughs> that's what the person would need then is to learn how to generate or activate green ray alone <clears throat> but for now it might really be felt to be needed or it's commonly felt to be needed by most everyone to have love from another to be loved to love and be loved uh, oh, there's nothing you know wrong with it uh, of course but here uh, where a Buddhist would say that's just a desire for others to love you or value you sure and the person may say no it's not just a desire so I need I need it okay well maybe they don't need it for survival physically but they believe they need it or we may believe we need it for well-being and to some degree that's true at the present point that person would really need that or at least be benefited a lot by having love from another be loved by another so okay we can say that the best or a form a reformulation of need <clears throat> is a desire that truly supports continued soul evolution or evolution okay so uh, <clears throat> the idea of um, uh, being being capable of truly being happy when others are happy or truly supporting their wellness really really would only occur when one's evolutionary desires or true needs and values are being supported and honored in one's life people place and thing i'm with people with whom i'm well and we help each other i like where i'm living and the work I do or what I do each day, I value and feel satisfaction and fulfillment therefrom. Then maybe <laughs> the person could really know mudita or sympathetic joy. And the last is equanimity or pekka. So yes, it would be nice to be in the four Brahma Viharas 24-7, but I don't think that <clears throat> it's possible. And um, 
don't forget that the Brahma Viharas were were taught by Gautama and the others to monks who were of a pre, or a predominant uh, tendency of aversion. Those that were predominantly of grasping and desire were not taught Brahma Vihara practice. It doesn't mean they shouldn't do it or couldn't do it, but the Brahma Vihara practice in many ways is geared for the aversion-heavy mind, which uh, I'm familiar with. Aversion-heavy means leading with leading with aversion, the Vajra element uh, for the five Buddha family um, community. <clears throat> Vajra uh, uh, cuts through and um, at the far end is uh, attached to cutting through and doesn't <laughs> has a hard time being peaceful and doesn't need to cut through. But Brahmaviharas um like any other um, desirable mental state, uh, was not intended, I believe, um, for uh, to be sought and held. That's the point. The practice, per, the the purpose of spiritual practice is to transform mind. That's you know the the Dhammapada one eighty three one eighty four, <clears throat> talking about uh, the core teachings. Uh, avoid evil, cultivate good, and purify mind. The third, purify mind, uh, <clears throat> is done not only by um, cultivating virtue and avoiding harm, harm to self and other, and developing virtue in, in any way. That purifies mind. But the further is uh, spiritual practice and meditation, <clears throat> which basically transforms the roots of mind so that Certain, certain distorted, uh, certain harmful patterns don't get triggered. And certain wrong understandings are, are dropped in the face of insight and understanding. One falls away from wrong view. Wrong view in any sense, even psychologically, like, I need everybody to like me. I don't need it. It's nice if everybody likes me, but I don't need it. I need this or that. Well, some of those can be fulfilled oneself. So anyway, spiritual practice takes one much further in purification of mind than simply virtue and ethics and uh, avoiding harm. Then, the real matter here is, a, I think, a wrong view of spiritual path and development, which seeks to maintain, uh, let's say, beneficial benevolent mind states continually it's just not possible and so trying to remain in meta or one's understanding of it being cordial affable amiable courteous gracious gentle kindly 24 7 or in the face of any situation or in every situation regardless of catalyst trying to be that way is problematic likewise trying to trying to be in in loving kindness uh, karuna compassion all 24 7 as well trying to hold mind states is uh, fruitless or futile because they can't be held held meaning maintained as is it's not possible and particularly at this time in history when we uh, widen the focus to the individual and the collective and the planetary and the historical epoch of this present moment here 
what it seems to be. Uh, keeping good cheer um, is not a winning strategy. Being honest is. Being authentic is. Being receptive is, meaning receptive to knowing oneself and knowing other, and being authentic in the way of willing to feel, whether it's feel bad or feel good, feel strongly or not much at all, being willing. <clears throat> uh, it's basically respect, respecting the deep mind, self-respect, <laughs> not self-betrayal, not compartmentalizing. Uh, not picking and choosing, as Ra would say. Going beyond picking and choosing. Uh, with this idea that I've said, like, uh, you know, the great master is totally out of control. Not in controlling, but in authentic expression and being whoever, however he or she is. Uh, that's uh, a more worthy goal then trying to maintain um, benevolent or positively oriented mind states continually. Because uh, not only will we be triggered, but the people around us may be even more triggered to emotional, intensive, intense emotional expression or outburst. Uh, and, and like I said, um, being at peace with humanity begins with be being at peace <laughs> and so it's not necessarily I'm at peace with this one and that one but the, the person who naturally by spiritual practice really morality and spiritual practice right Panchashila or Shila Samadhi and Prajna mm -hmm. so starting with Sila going through practice to Samadhi um, developing natural insight and there's insight that's supramundane and mundane mundane insight in a sense, is knowing yourself psychologically, knowing the psychology of this mind. Um, when I get triggered, when I don't want to feel or think, uh, when I'm confused, when I've done well and helped others and I feel good about it, or I let myself, I give myself proper credit, and I also uh, acknowledge my limitations, that kind of thing. That's psychological self-understanding. That's a kind of uh, mundane insight. You know, there's no, nothing pretty important, actually. Uh, but that knowing process, uh, you, one, can, one can depend on honesty. One cannot depend on mind states. And an honesty, a commitment to truth, loving truth, hey, hey, Commitment to um, integrity. Integrity begins at home, being um, authentic with oneself about oneself. Not faking, not walking around smiley, amiable. Uh, and when we're walking around sullen, sour, we'll recognize it too and recognize it as a distortion with causes that need to be understood and then accepted, and then um, that's self-care. And then when that's done, the sour face will, will resolve or will drain the sour or the bile, bilious. The sour and the angry can fall away when we meet it with um, open heart 
uh, seeking to understand what's happening here. Why am I up so unwell here? Seeking to understand and accept the truth that we're finding and then move to forgiveness if needed of self and other as much as we can. You can depend on that, but you can't depend. We can't. Uh, it's just trying to depend on um, shifting sands, trying to build a home on shifting sands is uh, similar to seeking to attain and hold uh, what we consider positive mind states 24-7 all the time. And people who think that um, are blocked in second chakra. And as we said in the class, that leads to a incapacity to uh, access uh, intelligent energy or six ray, six chakra power. Uh, the, the, a person who's trying to attain and hold and and maintain positive mental states is weak this is love without wisdom to some degree now it's good it has good effect on other to some degree where one is not harming other with the mouth or the hand that's good so one's avoiding wrong speech and one's avoiding some wrong action but one is also squelching the natural mental emotional flow as well as building, trying to build a home on on sand, because all mental states are anicca dukkha and uh, impermanent, transitory coming and going. That's just the way it goes, of course. So, especially then at this time in history, to try to maintain good cheer, be of good cheer. Well, I'd love to be of good cheer all the time too, but there is tra tragedy and atrocity. And now the world is moving through much more tragedy and atrocity. And in fact, more seems to be coming. And uh, to try to hold a certain state, um, even while it has beneficial consequences or effects on others, to some degree, we're certainly not doing harm. That's good. We're also not being able to help so much. So like the person is consumed with grief and we say don't cry it's okay it's okay it's okay really maybe it's not okay who the hell are you to say that it's okay why don't you why don't you support them as they need to be supported rather than just presuming you should say that to everyone in such a state going on the default mode of comforting to help the person out of the state soon maybe they ought to stay in the state longer maybe you should not interrupt or maybe you're your helping is interfering. Mm -hmm. So don't interfere or, or, or infringe in your uh, activity of seeking to help. Because maybe you're wrong. They don't want your help. Or they want your help, but they would be better for them if you're quiet and shut up and listen and let them cry, maybe for half an hour. Or if they're shouting at you, um, maintaining a little uh, a weak smile on your face is uh, not a winning strategy as well. Maybe you need to fight fire with fire, which doesn't mean harm anyone. It actually means respond to certain types of incoming force with comparable force. Um, and, and honestly, when you do that, in general, not many people will fuck around with you because they're bullies and they like hurting people who let themselves be hurt. So don't be a person who lets yourself get hurt. Be hurt. 
be harmed by other. So these are not unimportant matters and the basic uh, mistake at the start is some presumption that I can attain and hold a uh, kusala dhamma or a harmonious mind state like <laughs> loving kindness and compassion and sympathetic joy and equanimity. Equanimity is a little different because it's a more of a diffused, it's a, it's a field state, a field condition, more so than discrete thought form. Then they're all that way to some degree, meaning all the Brahmaharas are really atmospheric conditions of mind of the Chittakash to some degree. The, the, the open heart, or with a certain degree of green reactivation, naturally one is in metta but it's not associated with thinking. Likewise compassion, likewise mudita or sympathetic joy. But it's not done uh, by force, forcing, forcing the maintenance of the state. It's simply that obstructions to those conditions have been removed. So removing obstructions is not the same as maintaining states. Mm. So uh, that's why Buddhism is not about um, get to a state and hold it. Not at all. Gautama, everything is about um, uh, rooting out uh, obstructive tendency. And and purifying mind is not the same as uh, hold a benevolent state. Uh, get it and hold it and keep it. Defend it. Not. It's not that at all, actually. So... Uh, the point is that uh, seeking to achieve and hold uh, benevolent or positive thinking or positive feeling, that's a positive emotion, not a negative emotion. I hate negative emotions. I want positive emotions, and I want to keep them all the time. Uh, as far as I can tell, the, the great beings are in a steady state of equanimity, but they are uh, response-able and uh, thus respond uh, uniquely, I don't know, perfectly, um, authentically to situations that seem to require it. Situations that require it, they act appropriately and we do our best. But they're, as far as I can see, they're not holding a certain state, which is not the same as, which is different than uh, Tenzin Getso, or his, his holiness, they say, the Dalai Lama, um, who walks around with a big smile on his face all the time. That's totally for the audience. That, that's totally for the camera, as far as I can tell. And um, it, it basically supports people's idealization of him. And that's what he wants for some reason. And he may think maybe he's a happy guy all the time. I don't think so, but <laughs> that's another story. But all I can say is for people who are listening, which is very few, um, it's not a winning strategy to seek to maintain positive mental states, even though they're, they uh, are associated with do no harm, doing no harm to other. And, and as we said in class, um, catalyst will arise, which knocks that grin off your face like that. 
not you know <laughs> I smack that grin off your face in in Buddhist in the uh, in Daibosatsu Zendo upstate New York in the early 80s um, the senior monks would basically uh, whack you with the Keisaku stick if they saw you sitting in a trance if you're if the people who are practitioner are sitting there doing their koan practice or whatever they're doing uh, if they had a sort of shit-eating grin on their face with their eyes closed they'd be tapped gently on the shoulder with the long stick and said <clears throat> sir you need a whack or two and he'd be like oh, oh yes and they put his hand together in gasho and bend forward to expose the tender flesh of the muscle along the shoulder blade or something the shoulder zone and get uh, two nicely uh, positioned wax on the right and on the left um, and you know I thought first initially they're gonna like smack my head or something but no they they not it's controlled sadism <laughs> not 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 uncontrolled it's, it's not sadistic of course it's really the the goal is not um, uh, attempting to secure high states uh, and that's not that doesn't you know uh, jhana the, the formless jhanas don't lead to uh, to uh, insight so adipanya doesn't come from formless jhana only form jhana or a little lower state less diffused less cell <laughs> a little bit less <laughs> uh, anatta a little bit more uh, capacity for directed thinking particularly there the various qualities to the first four jhanas or trances in buddhism buddhist meditation the fourth third fourth jhana i certainly the fourth i believe uh, allows directed thought which means you can think <laughs> in the higher four you cannot think there's no thinking there's just like flatline and some bliss <laughs> as well but but insight can't uh, arise so goes the theory and as far as i can tell Yes, I, that's, I think it's absolutely correct. So directed thought is important, even though it's, um, you know, playing in Maya in a sense. So, uh, but, but even there, <laughs> meditators seeking to um, sit, you know, sit pretty in their uh, jhana or blissful state uh, got whacked to get out of it and stay present in the present moment not uh, entranced so again uh, and then at the present time and I'm going to wrap up with this which is um, my my uh, observations by keeping my finger on the pulse of geopolitics uh, and uh, geofinance to some degree uh, the condition, uh, the East-West conflict is hardening, sharpening, intensifying between particularly Russia-China versus U.S.-U.K., EU-NATO. So the Western alliance, U.S.-U.K., EU-NATO versus, and their associated uh, hangers-on, uh, uh, versus what? Russia-China and their community. Uh this is intensifying at the St. Petersburg International Economic Forum, SPIF. According to the Duran, at least, um, 130, 140 nations were represented. 
17, 15, 17,000 people were there. So Russia's not isolated at all. Well, not whatsoever. And I'm sure, <laughs> I would imagine, I'm not a fly on the wall like Nityananda did, but I imagine uh, in private discussions, they're considering how to um, disable the current uh, uni uh, hegemonic situation by non-lethal, non-kinetic, by, by geo-financial means. And then people are saying, well, uh, U.S. military seems to be present or being seen in a bigger way in two dozen cities around the U.S. now in the last week or two. And there's this big, quote, drill from NATO and EU of air defender in Europe, which could go live right next to the war zone in Ukraine. And nukes are now Russian nukes in Belarus. And they're talking about nuclear, nuclear. It doesn't mean it'll happen, but that 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 East-West is talking that way is not a good thing, uh, because it, as Putin said, it lowers the threshold for usage, well, threshold of of horror. <laughs> so, uh, this is not a time where one can keep the shit-eating grin on the face, nor um, really, I mean, the, it's very possible to be in deep equanimity, which really means peace, being at peace. Yes, that's possible as far as <clears throat> I can tell, but that's not the same as a shit-eating grin, which is of a forced, it, it's uh, kind of pleasant by way of exclusion and suppression. <clears throat> Mind states that are, that are positive or beneficial or uh, Kusala, wholesome, wholesome mental states, um, are not the product of avoidance and control. Or they might be temporarily, but that's not really authentic, it seems to me. That's forced and synthetic. It's an artificial attainment. It's an artificial wholesome state, or an artificial state that's wholesome. In that... It's the product of careful avoidance and suppression of force. Force in mind. Uh, people who can't get angry. People who won't, can't cry. Being uncomfortable or being, you know, on the fritz. <laughs> on the fritz. Being on the fritz when somebody's enraged around us. I mean, it's difficult, yeah. But some people go into the fetal position and collapse and uh, get weak-kneed immediately. I'm not, you know, saying about myself this or that, but there is skillful meeting of enraged folks around us. Uh, it's difficult, but keeping the cordial, amiable, you know, grinning, grinning fool face is not useful or to the degree that we don't allow force in mind, which just means allowing strong feeling. I can sob and wail, and I can rage and rant, and I can tremble and panic, uh, tremble in terror and dread. The, the degree to which we allow emotional intensity that doesn't mean express it with your mouth or your hands. It does. We're not talking about. I'm not talking about expression. I'm talking about uh, self-experience. 
the degree to which we can allow <clears throat> intensity of, yes, admittedly distorted um, sankara, meaning emotional, in this case, emotional product, in the, the capacity to experience or accept intense emotion within oneself, particularly of rage and grief and, and terror, fear, is the degree to which one's accessing um, some degree of uh, intelligent energy and power. Because when one, hopefully, does greater healing of the roots of those intensive emotional experiences or arisings, there'll be less of them. But one um, has proven oneself as strong gutted, a strong gut. Uh, he's got a strong belly for intensity. Uh, the, the more we are, can feel intensely, in the end, when as we slowly, slowly cut the roots or dissolve the roots of distorted emotional arising, the more power, um, which is straight up intelligent energy from six chakra or associated with six ray, the more power can be allowed in the mind body spirit system. And so, uh, emotional authenticity, which doesn't mean saying it, you can decide by wisdom what to say, what not to say, what to do, what not to do. That's another matter. But prior, uh, preceding the decision to uh, of regarding what or what or if or what to express is the uh, experience of uh, you know the unmanifest self as Ra would say which in this case is uh, the intensity of emotion based on old wounding and chakra blockage and distorted ideas generally some kind of um, you know, second chakra block, second, third chakra blockage will lead to that, but it, it's all wounding for healing. And as we're more healed, uh, there's less intensity and less uh, arising of those disordered emotional states, of course. But on the way to healing, and to some degree, a measure, one measure of how well healed one could be, is how willing one is to feel intensity. And that's the opposite of walking around with the shit-eating grin or um, uh, enforced amiability, enforced uh, affability, control-based um, kindliness. So at this time in history, it is not a winning strategy to um, seek to remain light and cheery uh, 24 7 or in the face of what's going on and I, a lot of good people wanders laboring under what seems to me to be a presumption that we should stay in those uh, Brahma Vihara right loving kindness metta particularly uh, 24 7 um, will break up crack up crack up boom as Misa said will experience uh, some degree of a crack up boom in uh, psychology, psychologically, in the face of um, intensifying atrocity and tragedy and suffering um, of the human collective at this time in history.
So it's just a counsel against uh, inauthenticity and self-control in the way um, of service to others. Service to others, good, yeah, of course, take care of others. Don't do wrong speech, don't do wrong action, of course. But one can allow intensity, one can accept intense emotional process, grief, you know, rage, grief, and, and dread, like that. Uh, if to the degree to one can accept that, and one's not pretending, faking it, to be in some kind of mock or faux, F-A-U-X, faux meta. <laughs> it's also called idiot compassion. Trungpa Rinpoche called it idiot compassion. That's idiot karuna. <laughs> Stupid mind karuna. Which is, oh, I'm so sorry. Which is basically not, not understanding that we create our own reality. As Seth said himself, we create, you create your own reality. That's from Seth material as far as I know. And I'm sure others have said that, but uh, yeah. <laughs> and so that's another portion of what's happening here is the fact that uh, humans have made a dysfunctional life and world for themselves. Though there's, the, the planet is stupendously beautiful and there are good souls here and there are beautiful, pure, innocent souls here and there's beauty and innocence as well. But at the collective, uh, there is a whole lot of injustice and deception and dishonesty and corruption and um, hypocrisy and arrogance, bop, 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 on and on. And to the extent that one wants to stay in some kind of, um, you know, fake meta, faux meta, pseudo meta, um, one will really not be able to uh, keep one's balance in the end times. And it blocks, it keeps, it maintains second chakra blockage because it's really a statement of lack of self-trust, the um, chronic avoidance of intensity when it arises. It doesn't mean become a drama queen. It just means when there's intensive uh, emotional arising or one's triggered to intense emotional response, one shouldn't, you know, go to auto-squelch, auto-choke mode uh, and safely allow oneself to feel and then accept and know what's up. Uh, to the extent that people uh, are on auto-suppression, kind of a default uh, emotional suppression mode, people will fracture and crack and break. Um, if the uh, intensity of catalyst is sufficient in these end times. So just something to consider. Uh, where it goes, no one knows, or I don't know. Someone knows, but I don't know where the next six months will go. But these are not unimportant matters, and um, it's not a time to put your head in the sand. Uh, it's also a good time to not get overly entangled with the human collective, which is... Um, the juggernaut has loosed, and um, whatever's going to happen uh, uh, cannot be stopped, I think. Uh, it's a question of can forces of good from higher dimensions sufficiently inspire those that, that, turn, that don't want um, 
evil future for humanity, whoever they are, wherever they are, can can the the, the world servers, wherever they are, um, discover a non-violent means of resolving um, the present, particularly geopolitical east-west conflict. Uh, but even then, you know, most people, <laughs> this is a primitive race. So what can I say? Humanity really, you know, it's a uh, look around, you see the creator, yet um, 3D repeaters are closer in consciousness to the animals than they are to Atmanic. And this is a profoundly distorted collective. Uh, meanwhile, it's great training for us absolutely the best training around in 3D and the galaxy or uh, in the top five I'm sure so alright I repeat myself that's it for today I hope it was useful and um, it's basically a call uh, it's a reminder and a renewed call for authenticity um, emotional authenticity which doesn't mean tell everybody your feelings you do or don't do the speech subsequent to the essential doing, which is the willingness to authentically accept and feel um, how we are at any one time when intensity arises, intense reactions arise. So uh, I hope that was helpful. Thanks for listening. Take good care of yourselves and good night.